five, four, three, two, one. It's time to get back into the treasure hunt. The treasure hunt. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Joseph Brownlee of Connecting the Dots. Canatuno el punto español. Joseph Brownlee, Josef Brownlee of Connecting the Dots. Excuse my Spanish. I'm just trying to help the Spanish listeners to get an understanding. I'm going to do more of that, okay, down the line. Well, anyway, welcome to my show. Okay. How's everyone? Hello, everyone. Hello um, to all my listeners out there, all my international listeners out there from Germany, from Spain, from the Philippines, and wherever else you're listening to. God bless you all. May God's grace and peace keep you all. Hello to everyone out there, all my uh, listeners in the United States, you know, all around the States. I really appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. I appreciate <laughs> Appreciate you guys giving me your ear, lending me your ear to listen to my podcast. Thank you. And I hope you're getting something out of this podcast. It's very, very important that you're getting something out of this podcast. And the only way I can know that, and I don't talk about that too much, is I have trust that you are listening. I don't know why you don't give me any feedback, but that's okay. I just wish you would. That would, that would let me know. And encourage me that you are listening and you're getting something out of these podcasts and these shows that I'm putting out there, whether it's from me or whether it's from the audio guests that I have on these podcasts. Because it's not only for me, it's mostly for you. It's mostly for you. I'm doing that for you guys. I'm trying to get this information out there. A lot of stuff that I know already and it's still learning, but it's a lot of you that never heard this type of teaching before of rightly dividing dispensationally. You never heard this. That's why I'm getting out there and I would like to hear a comment from you guys, whether good or bad, it doesn't matter because it's not going to stop me anyway. I just want to just know that you're out there, okay? God bless you all, you know. All right. God's secret. God's secret. I'm going to get into this in this entirely. I'm going to do this about 25 minutes or the next segment you will be hearing from me. You're going to notice and I'm going to get right into the segment. I don't want to get into a lot of announcements unless it's really needed or something that you just really need to know before uh, for, uh, going into the future. I'm going to stick to right now, you know, what's going on. I'm reading out of this book by Marianne Manley out of San Diego, California called God's Secret, called God's Secret, Marianne Manley. And I've been reading that for the last uh, for, uh, last 15 segment, segments now. And this will be number 16 segment and everything, you know. And this, what I mean by segments doesn't mean it's going to be a different title. It will just mean a different segment that I'm getting to. And that was kind of keep you kind of informed and, uh, and up to date on everything when I do these shows, okay. Okay, what I'm going to be getting into, okay, now let me go back, let me digress. For the ones that uh, just now listen to my podcast, I'm on section, uh, this would be section 15. If you want to hear the other podcasts, my advice, and I, I really mean this, to, you will have to go back and just listen to the last 15, not all at one time. Just take your time slowly and listen to the last 15. Therefore, you can catch up and you get some type of uh, some type of gist of what's going on with segment 
16. And no matter how many times I do that, I'm going to keep repeating this because I know some people could be just now running into this podcast and have no idea what is God's secret, who is Mary and Mary, you know, is this me uh, giving a sermon or am I reading? I'm reading out of a book and I'm reading and teaching out of a book that's coming and I'm quoting out of a book that's been written by Mary and Manley. She's in said uh, lives in San Diego, California. I never met her, but I get a lot of my study in her books as well as others. So this is this is what I'm doing. I'm just reading one of her books as uh, and many books that she have. It's called God's Secret. She has many books, and I, I advise you to really look into Mary and Manley. You can find her on Amazon. Uh, I don't know if she's too much on YouTube, you know, those for the ones that's interested in really understanding God's word simply, fundamentally, literally, and basically the true way to learn God's word, no doubt. You know, I go down fighting, believing that, you know. The way to learn God's word is literally the way to word. The only way to really learn God's word is rightly dividing God's word. I know a lot of people say that, but this way, rightly dividing God's word, how to really connect the dots and stuff like that, is the most important way to understand God's word. Okay. Now, without any further ado, I'm going to do this about 20 or 25 more minutes. Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you right now. Father, open up my heart and help me to just read this and slowly, so they can get an understanding of what's going on father so they can know your timeline so their hearts and their minds you know can be opened up for what you are saying they can know where you're going what steps that you're taking and what we must do as the church the body of christ today and this dispensation lord in your holy name father in the name of jesus god bless all right excuse me i have sinus problems so you're going to hear me making those sounds you know it's it's just something i can't control sometimes because i do have sinus problems i know it's not the prettiest thing you want to hear but that's what goes on when my nose is clogged i always had these issues growing up and everything but it just seems to get worse when i get to talking and when i get to teaching mainly when i'm teaching god's word and i I mean it it seems like when i'm teaching god's word that's when it really gets worse i don't know if it's an attack from the enemy i'm not saying that but it's just some coincidence every time I get ready to teach I get out there laughing and talk about a lot of unnecessary goofy stuff and I'm fine but man when I get to talk about the word of God and concentrate I get clogged up and I get congested you know maybe something that maybe not I don't know I'm not saying so don't quote me on that okay grace and peace I'm reading and quoting out of Marian Manley's book God's Secret let's continue the treasure hunt all right let me continue reading Stephen had seen just has seen Jesus standing ready to execute his wrath. Now I'm continuing from the last podcast. Okay, so the ones that's been keeping up, remember you have to go back and then catch it from there. Because if for now on, this is the way I'm going to do it. Also, I just remind you, I'm in an area at the library that you're going to hear car sounds and different things like that. So I'm not in a secluded uh, area like I want to be, and I'm sorry for that. But that's in the area I'm in, so it's not the audio and it's not the podcast. It's not the podcast, like I always say. It's not the audio okay and let me continue reading you know if you want to know what what i'm talking about now i don't have time because the time constraints to go back you have to just catch up stephen had seen jesus standing ready to execute his wrath that john the baptist had warned the unbelieving nation of israel you have two nations you have unbelieving israel and then you have the little flock remember you have the unbelieving nation of israel and you have the little flock the little flock is the one that's going to be he's is going to be was in time past and the four gospels that came to ministry and also going to be a different little flock in the future little flock just means the one the true israel that's following christ okay that's all that means okay 
all Israel is not Christ followers. You can go to Israel, you find it out very clearly. <laughs> the unbelieving nation of Israel, you'll find it in Matthew 3 and 7, and also Isaiah 3 and 13. Please write these scriptures down and go back to them later. Matthew 3 and 7 and Isaiah 3 and 13. But instead, the ascended glorified Lord Jesus dramatically appeared to Saul. He stopped his coming. Remember, Jesus was standing. He would have came, not right then and then. The wrath would have happened, but he would have came and set up his, his kingdom then if Israel would have only believed, the nation of Israel. The little flock already believed, but the nation of Israel did not believe. So that uh, Jesus postponed it. And what happened when Jesus postponed He didn't just stop it. This is what Jesus done. But instead, the ascended glorified Lord Jesus dramatically appeared to Saul. Remember, his name was still Saul. I talked about that in the last podcast. And commissioned him to save all men, all meaning Jews and Gentiles now. You know, you used to only be the Jews that was going to go out to the Gentiles, but it's all. Put emphasis on the words. Now, when I'm reading, put emphasis on the word all, me, we, very important. You, you will get a good understanding of how to read the Bible, okay, when you do that, all right. But the Lord said he, now he's saying Paul, according to a book, I'm quoting a book, is a chosen vessel unto me. Okay, all right. This tablet keeps going out when I'm reading. I don't. I miss just reading out of my Bible because tablets go black out. Not. I'm still not cool with that. All right. But the Lord said, He, Paul, is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles first. Let's listen to this. I'm gonna get back to this. And kings and the children of Israel. Now I'm gonna stop there. Uh, I know I'm, waiting, I'm probably you know kicking back a lot of time, but I, I like to explain things. If you go back. At the Great Commission in Mark 16, when Jesus sent the disciples, Peter and the disciples, he mentioned Israel, Judea, Samaria, and then the uttermost parts of the world. You notice it was a change. Now, the uttermost parts of the world is who? The Gentiles. Gentiles meaning nations. So he said that was the Great Commission for Israel. The Great Commission was always for Israel, the kingdom church, not the body of Christ today. It was for the kingdom church. So always remember that. Keep that in your head so it can get in your heart. The kingdom church was the only one called to do the Great Commission. We are ambassadors. We're not the kingdom church. So the Great Commission was always for Jesus' earthly ministry, the kingdom church. Okay, But it was an order when he done it in Mark 16, what a lot of people are confused about because they think it's the church today. When he sent out his disciples, he told them once, listen to the wording. Go out to Israel, Judea, Samaria, and I'm not reading out of the book, this is just me trying to give you some history. Samaria, and then the uttermost parts of the world, which is the Gentiles. It was that order. But but listen to this. I found this very interesting. You know, this just came to me. I'm looking at this. You know, the Bible's very, if we just pay attention, you kind of can miss some things. But the Holy Spirit helps you to just guide you to, to pay attention. I really believe that. Now, when he said he sent Paul out, this is where he wanted Paul to go. A different order. That tells you it was not the same message. The, 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 the 12 and Apostle Paul's messages were not the same. Earthly and his uh, heavenly ministry were not the same. This will prove it right here. When he sent out, when Jesus and his earthly ministry sent out the 12, he gave them that order. Go out to Israel, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world, the Gentiles last. Now, Jesus' heavenly ministry, listen closely when it came to Jesus' heavenly ministry, listen to this. I'm going to, you are my chosen vessel unto me, and you may, you, you will bear my name before 
First, it was Israel when the 12 had to go out. But when it comes to the Apostle Paul going into the Gentiles, the Gentiles are first. They was last in the Great Commission, but they are first when it comes to the Body of Christ program. You will go out to the Gentiles and then the kings and the children of Israel. Now, Israel is last. I just noticed that, man. I just I just caught into that. The Bible is amazing. When the 12 went out, Jesus sent them on his earthly ministry. It was Israel first. Now, when he sent Paul out to the Gentiles, you know, first it's Israel last and the Gentiles at first and then the kings. I just thought I threw it out there. Look that up. It's very amazing, okay? Instead of the prophesied wrath, God at present offers grace and peace to all who will believe. To all. Remember, put emphasis on all. I'm reading this book. Grace and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Go to Romans 1 and 7. Now, this, this section is about grace and peace according to uh, Mary and Manley's book. Go to Romans 1 and 7. Grace and peace. Continue reading. Quoting. Jesus started something brand new with Paul. Now, he's putting more emphasis on Paul. This is, I'm quoting what she's writing now. She's writing, Jesus started something brand new with Paul. I'm not quoting the scriptures. Jesus Christ made Paul the apostle of the Gentiles. Now, she's going to quote a scripture proving this. Pay attention. For I speak to you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle to the Gentiles, I magna, magnify mine office. You'll find this in Romans 11 to 13. Have you ever paid attention to that, church? Have you ever paid attention to that? Many Believers and saints have not even paid attention to that, including myself back in time past. Never even paid attention to that when I was saved. Let's read that again. Romans 11 and 13, quoting, For I speak to you Gentiles. Remember, Gentiles mean nations. Anyone that's not a Jew is a Gentile. Anyone that's not a Jew is a Gentile. I speak to you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles. The Paul is the apostle of who? The Gentiles, not Israel. Even though Israel, you can, Israel still can get saved, you know, individually, not as nation, but individually, because this is a different, this is a different program. This is a different administration, you know, different dispensation. Okay, remember, Paul is the apostle of the Gentiles. He mentioned that several times in his letters. And I magnify my office. In other words, this is my office. I'm the apostle to the Gentiles. I'm called to go out to the Gentiles with a message to the Gentiles, not Israel, to the Gentiles first. You'll find that in Romans. 11 and 13, Romans 11 and 13, continue reading. As apostle is someone who is first sent with the message. This is just a breakdown. She's breaking down what apostle is. Apostle is the sent one, sent out one, someone with the first sent with their message. Christ sent Peter and then he sent Paul. Peter was sent out for the kingdom of the heaven, you know, is at hand, the kingdom program. That was the only way to get saved then, you know. But Paul was sent out for a different message, you know. But both all of my apostles are sent out one, okay. Continue reading. Christ gave the mystery, the mystery meaning secret. Christ gave the mystery revelation to Paul progressively. Remember I was talking about that uh, earlier? The mystery program, the, a lot of things were revealed to Paul slowly but surely, progressively. So that's why, you know, Romans is in, uh, I think, First uh, Thessalonians and Galatians is some of his earlier teachings. He wasn't real, you know, uh, everything wasn't revealed to him at that one time. We have to understand that he had things revealed to him progressively. You know, down the line over 20-something, close to 30 years, uh, Paul had different things revealed to him, which he explained earlier by Jesus Christ's heavenly ministry progressively. Okay, let me continue reading. Appearing and speaking with him several times, Jesus spoke to Paul several times, revealing different things to him. Now, what I mean by that, 
for the ones that do not understand that this is me just uh giving you a history uh history lesson again not reading out of the book i'll get back to that you know i've got about what 20 10 more minutes okay Galatians, First Thessalonians, like I was saying earlier, those was Paul's earlier. Those was his his his, his pre-prison. He wasn't in prison then, you know, at that time. So those are some of his earlier letters. When he got the one when he was in prison, those his books was Ephesians, Colossians, Philippians. Those was a book. Those were the books. Excuse me, Paul wrote when he was in prison. So pay attention to that and everything. So those are more deeper, and those are more for the advanced learner. So you don't start off reading Ephesians, Colossians, uh, uh, Ephesians, not Galatians, but Ephesians, Colossians, Philippians. You know, First and Second Thessalonians was also an earlier book. So let me count that out. That was one of Paul's earlier books and everything. First and Second Thessalonians. But when it comes to Ephesians, listen carefully. Colossians, Philippians. First and Second Timothy and Titus and even Philemon; those are more advanced books. Now, the Titus and uh, and uh, First and Second Timothy are more like a pastoral teaching for leaders and stuff. So it's more advanced, you know, stuff like that. But in Colossians, Ephesians, Philippians is when those for the ones that's already grown in the faith and everything. So he's talking to believers that's already grown and more mature in the faith. That's later on down his ministry. I want to just get that out there so you can understand the format of the Bible and Paul's teaching. Okay, so let me read this again. Christ gave the mystery revelation to Paul progressively, you know, slowly but surely. He was giving it to him, you know, year, you know, time after time he, uh, he appeared to him, appearing and speaking to him several times, acknowledging that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of, of the Lord. Remember, these are the commandments of the Lord, not the Ten Commandments, not the commandments of the law. There's more than one commandment now. When you look, listen to, hear the word commandment, doesn't mean you're talking about the law. Remember that when he makes the people say, see, that's right there saying the commandments. No, this had nothing to do with the Ten Commandments. It's just the new commandments that Paul is, I mean, that Jesus is giving to Paul for the commandments for us, the church today. Okay. You'll find it in 1 Corinthians 14 and 37. 1 Corinthians 14 and 37. Then again, I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 12 1. Now, what do you mean by that? He will come to, that means Jesus will reveal different visions and revelations of his ministry. Slowly but surely, progressively, like I said, progressively again, you'll find that in 2 Corinthians 12 and 1, 2 Corinthians 12 and 1, okay? Uh, continue reading, quoting, Jesus spoke to Paul at other times. Now, in Acts 22, Jesus said he should depart from Jerusalem, for he will send him to the Gentiles. And here it is again, send him to where? The Gentiles. Remember, Paul is an apostle of who? The Gentiles, the nations, not the Jews, but the nations. Christ told Paul that his grace was sufficient for him in 2 Corinthians 12. Now, if you don't understand what he mean by that, you know, you go back and you read that well, Paul was suffering, from, you know, from different ailments. It was his eyes, and maybe his bodily pains that he went through because he was beat, you know, so many times over five times in the 30, 30, the 40 strikes minus one, which is 39 times he got beaten with whips and rods and stuff like that. And he was pretty much pain. And at the time, God did not heal him. Hmm. Wonder why. Uh, we're going to get into that later. I ain't going to get ahead of uh, the teaching, but I'm sure Mary Mary will probably get into that, uh, you know. But, you know, he did not get healed. So Paul was in pain when he was in ministry. He did not get healed. That's why God said, my grace is sufficient for, sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect through your weakness. So God did not take his pain away. He had to go through it. And a lot of us, the same today, we have to go through our issues and our pain and our weakness. But God's grace is right there. So, But that's another story. I'm not getting ahead of myself. Okay, continuing. 
quoting the ministry of Paul, the apostle of the Gentiles. This is, I'm, I'm quoting her book. Reading, Paul's distinctive ministry was full of difficulties and suffering. So I just talked about that. Let's read this slowly. We quoting again. Paul's distinctive ministry was full of difficulties and sufferings. He must suffer for my name's sake. Jesus said that in Acts 9 and 17. Paul suffered for Christ's name's sake. His heavenly ministry. Remember, this is Christ when he was in heaven. This is not his earthly ministry. This is heavenly ministry. We find it in Acts 9 and 16. So after being saved, Paul spent three years in Damascus and Arabia learning from Jesus. And let me read that again, quoting out of her book. After being saved, Paul spent three years in Damascus and Arabia learning from Jesus. Okay, continuing. Jesus kept his apostle Paul separate from the twelve because he gave Paul a different message. Let's read that again. Excuse me. Jesus kept his apostle Paul separate from the twelve because he gave Paul a different message. He sure did. It was not the same message that his earthly ministry that he gave to the twelve. Remember that we must listen. Come on, get this in your head. So get in your heart. Paul's message was different. The church today's message is different from the kingdom message. We are under another dispensation, another administration. Okay, continue reading. But when it pleased God who separated me, who is me? Paul. Paul's talking about me. Pay attention to the wording, me, you, I, all that is very important. To reveal his son to me that I might preach him among the heathen. Who was the heathen? The Gentiles. I remember when you hear heathen and pagan and stuff like that. Heathen mean or the uncircumcised, that means Gentiles. Let me repeat that. When you hear the word heathen, pagan, or even dogs or something like that, those are what Jews call Gentiles. So heathen means Gentile, the nations. To reveal his son that I might preach him among the heathen, the Gentiles. Immediately I conferred, listen to this, I find this in the book of Galatians. I conferred not with the flesh and blood. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go to the other ones. I didn't confer, what do you mean by flesh and blood? He didn't go to the human person. He didn't go to anybody human. In other words, he put an emphasis on that because he's letting you know. Jesus and his heavenly ministry revealed these things to them. He didn't go to confirm it to anybody human. He didn't get his information from the human. He didn't get his information from nobody on this earth. That's what he is saying. That's what he means by flesh and blood. I did not confer. I did not confer with flesh and blood. I did not get my information from anybody on this earth human. I got it from my heavenly, you know, Savior. Neither when I Neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me. Okay, he's talking about Peter and the twelve. But I went to Arabia. Now, it's a lot of emphasis why I went to Arabia. I don't know. I'm not going to say it. You have a lot of different teachers like Les Feldick and all of them. They have their own explanations. You know, they're not saying it's biblical. But I'm not going to mess with them because I don't know why he went to Arabia. Could be. I don't know. But I'm leaving it at that. But I went to Arabia and returned again into Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him. Fifteen days. You'll find all this in Galatians 1, 15 and 18. Galatians, write these scriptures down, please. Galatians 1, 15 and 18. Continuing, reading out of Mary and Lily's book. Paul had to escape from Damascus in a basket because the Jews wanted to have him caught or even killed, I believe. But I don't, I don't want to stretch it. And Damascus, the governor with a garrison desirous to apprehend him, and through a window in the basket was a let down by the wall and escaped his hands. You'll find this always, you'll find this, excuse me, in 2 Corinthians 11, 32 and 33. 2 Corinthians 11, 32 and 33. Man, this is good stuff, man. It makes me excited. It's beautiful. 
beautiful, man. God, so, so beautiful. Paul went to Jerusalem to join the little flock. Remember, I was talking about the little flock. Who the little flock is? Those are the believers that believe in Christ and follow him. So all Israel is not Israel. This is the little flock. The little flock again means these are the true followers. These are the true Jews, Israel, that's going to follow Jesus back then and even in the future, the times of the tribulation. Paul went to Jerusalem to join the little flock of believers there, Peter and all of them that believed. But they were afraid of him. You know, I can understand why. Since he had persecuted them in the past, okay? Barnabas, a little flock believer, became Paul's friend and introduced him to the others. Paul, I mean, Paul began to preach Jesus in Jerusalem. He went to Jerusalem. He, what he was preaching in Jerusalem? Hmm. I believe he was preaching the kingdom and getting them to believe that Jesus was their king. Now, he preached Jesus in Jerusalem. Now, when he went to the Gentiles, he preached a total different message about the death, burial, resurrection. But when he went to the Jews and he went to the synagogues, he didn't preach the, uh, uh, the gospel of the grace of God to them. He had to just remind them, get them to believe that Jesus was their Messiah to, to the Jews, not the Gentiles. Now, these are to the Jews. Don't get confused. You know, don't get, don't get messed up on that. When he said Paul went to preach to Jerusalem, he wasn't preaching the same message as to the Gentiles. He was preaching, I believe, the kingdom message to Jerusalem to uh, reiterate them of uh, believing in their king, their Messiah, before he can preach the gospel message to them. They had to believe that he was their Messiah before they believed in his death, burial, and resurrection. Do that make sense? Okay, I hope it does. But he soon ran into trouble with the unbelieving Jews, which spoke Greek, since they went about to slay him. Now, Jews, they were scattered everywhere. Most of the countries they were scattered in, they spoke that nation, that Gentile nation's language, but that did not... Uh, keep them from being Jews. They were still Jews, but they just spoke their nation because they was in their nations. You know, the Bible said Paul spoke many languages and everything, you know, because he'd been around. Okay, let me continue so I can get through. And then he went about to slay them. In other words, he went about to kill them. Acts 9 and 21. Okay, he says he went about to kill them. Paul did, you know. And maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't, or he had them killed. I don't know if he done it himself, but I can't say that. Okay, you find in Acts 9 and 29. For his safety, the believers sent Paul to his hometown, you know, now, let me, let me go back. I was wrong with that. This is not Paul slaying anyone. Excuse me. I messed up on that. They wanted to slay him. They wanted to kill Paul. Let me go back on that because I, I made a mistake on that because I'm reading too fast. I'm trying to go too fast, and I got to have the door there because of time constraints. But it was them trying to slay Paul. Remember, slay meaning kill. They was out to kill Paul. You'll find in Acts 9 and 29, they was trying to do that and protect Paul for his safety. The believers sent Paul to his hometown, which is Tarsus. I'm going to start right there. Okay. Wow. Wow. So, when I return back, you know, and uh, I'm going to continue, you know, far as that, you know, when Paul went to Tarsus, you know. And uh, I want to continue there, and I'm going to stop there. So just remember why I stopped that. I stopped when I talked about uh, the ministry of Paul, the apostle to the Gentiles. I'm going to continue, go back to that, then I'm going to go through uh, the next sessions in section 17 on God's secret. But I'm going to start right there. But before that, I want to give the ones that never gave their life to Christ and you still sitting on the fence, you know, for one reason or the other, I don't know. Of believing Jesus Christ as your Savior by believing in his death, burial, and resurrection. The important thing, and it's very important, you know, when you're not saved. Yes, it's very important to know who Jesus was. 
know who Jesus was. But the only person you know, the only thing you know about the history of Jesus is his earthly ministry. And you think that's Jesus' whole realm. You think that's everything about the Christ. No, but Jesus is God, first of all. He's the second of the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the triune. I know Trinity is not in the Bible, but we'll get into that some other time. Not now. The triune. And Jesus is your Savior. But everything that comes to fruition, how is going to save you till later on down the line through the Apostle Paul. You won't get it nowhere else. His full picture of salvation is only explained through Apostle Paul. Let me say that again. Jesus' full uh, uh, revelation of how everyone was going to be saved is revealed through the Apostle Paul only. Apostle Paul only. What is that? Believing in his death burial and resurrection according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. That takes another teaching in itself, but I just want you to be saved first. Believe in that and then you can learn a lot of other things starting in the book of Romans, what happened with, uh, uh, from the beginning of Genesis, the beginning. Genesis means beginnings of Adam and Eve. What happened there that will explain uh, what happened then in Genesis when uh, uh, Adam and Eve ate of the fruit. But the explanation what went on with our bodies and went on with our life can only be explained through the book of Romans by the teachings of the Apostle Paul that was taught by to him by who? Jesus through his heavenly ministry. Okay? You got that? You understand that? Okay. God bless you all. Believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, you just believe that with your heart. Not just saying it, you must really believe it. You know, you must really believe it. You will be saved, okay? God bless you all. This is Joseph Brown, Tell Dean. God bless you. This, I love you all. This is Connecting the Dots. Connecting the Dots. Ganatudo el punto. Ganatudo el punto. Connecting the Dots, Espanol. This is Joseph Brown. I love you all. Bye-bye. Stay tuned for the next section of Connecting the Dots. Reading out of Mary and Magnus. Manly's great book, our good teaching book, God's Secret of a Treasure Hunt. Bye bye, God bless, peace out. Love you all.